Hey there, fans of brotherly love wrestling. It is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own, the Mecca here. It is the real McCoy, J.D. Axe, Justin D. Xavier. It's your man, C.D., the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, R.J. City. Hey there, brotherly love wrestling. Bill Carr here. Hey everyone, this is two-time guest Wheeler Yuta. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things yet. You are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling. Philadelphia, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome, everybody, to Brotherly Love Wrestling. And on the show this week, I have a feeling we're going to talk something about Tony Khan and AEW. Am I right? I'm not starting with that. No? No, he doesn't He doesn't start a show. <laughs> he, when I'm warmed up and I'm ready to fucking hammer that stupid fuck, I will uh, I'll go in. Okay, so I actually had something else I did want to start with. I just wanted to check the temperature of the pool with you, but I didn't... It's a balmy 72. Okay, we have some room room to grow. Yes, always uh, room to grow. There's always room. I'm not above that. Because I think it's a big deal in wrestling is the return of PNA wrestling. The name, the brand, we have new titles, or, yeah, reworked championship titles instead of Impact, we say TNA, and this Saturday, we have Hard to Kill. Is this the first official TNA pay-per-view? Yes. Yeah. The return of the first uh, TNA pay-per-view. Only three matches announced. And I'm excited because even under the impact over the past three, four years, when even before the Kenny Omega stuff, we were watching, we would get the pay-per-views. We'd watch the pay-per-views. And they would always... They would deliver. Yeah, yeah, they would they would unexpectedly deliver. We, Not a, I mean, it was unexpectedly for us in yes, our defense yeah, yeah, because yeah. we're not fully... Well, it's hard to catch current product because it's tapings mm-hmm. on Access. I don't even have Access anymore because Comcast sucks ass. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it was harder to keep up with them. I mean, they're not, they're not on, like, a premium network channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But every time we did watch... There was something good. Mm-hmm. There, were, I mean, it was probably majority of it was good. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. And that's for without it, knowing like 100 percent of the storylines. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is rare. The, and that's the one thing I always found about Impact um, and TNA, of course, before. But it was always something different. You weren't getting the same thing over and over. A lot of the matches always seemed diverse. There always seemed different spots. There wasn't a lot of you. If you watch. WWE, a lot of their wrestling can be cookie cutter and a lot of the same matches. Same thing with AEW where you have the 50 alternating chops and stuff like that or a bunch of Canadian destroyers where Impact seems to mix it up a lot. They'll throw in the hardcore. They'll do the technical style. I mean, X Division was always my favorite division 
in TNA and Impact and now back with TNA. So I, I, I'm excited for this rebranding. I, I feel like it gives a shot in the arm for TNA wrestling. And I think it doesn't look like Trinity's going anywhere. She's a big name that seems to be happy with TNA. Uh, I see AJ Francis, formerly top in, dollar. Yeah, top dollar in WWE. Um, he has his new music video that they're going to actually perform live on the pay-per-view, which I assume means he probably is contracted and will be wrestling there, which is pretty cool because he's a pretty athletic dude. For the a guy his size, he's pretty athletic. But the homegrown talent, the talent that have been there and suffered through the pandemic era and still been able to go. You got Bay, you got Ace Austin. Saban uh, as your world champion. Yeah. You still have an <laughs> aging Tommy Dreamer. You have Jordan Grace there, who's been a pillar for that women's division for a while now. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of Kushida's there, um, which I I loved Kushida in New Japan. I loved him, even though I felt like he was underused in W in NXT and WWE, even though he had still had the great uh, good gimmick. And, and Oh, yeah, of course he had good matches. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that he's in TNA because I really like Kushida a lot. I, I think I don't think enough people in wrestling – and I understand why, but enough people in wrestling are talking about TNA wrestling. And I think they need to maybe get they will be. Shine. I, I hope know. so. I mean, this is just as this is their first pay per view. Yeah. Maybe it'll become a destination or a, a sought out destination for people. I hope some of those bigger names we saw Dob Ziggler pop up at Wrestle Kingdom. We saw uh, Matt Riddle also pop up in a video, and I think he wrestled, he wrestled New Year's MLW, and he wrestled. Oh, he he beat. But yeah. two at at MLW, yeah, um, and you have Mustafa Ali who's out there who's fucking enormous, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think, like, why did he wait? Like, if he would have just done that to begin with, if you he were, probably would have been better off. If you looked at those last couple months that he was in WWE and they would spotlight him here and there, you could see him building. You could see him getting bigger. You could see him putting on mass. So I think it was coming, and I think the time off of, after being released, he really fucking hammered it. Yeah, hammered it down. But yeah, some of these names, if they can give the shot in the arm to TNA as well, like a Matt Riddle. I mean, probably I, I assume. Um, I, I keep I'm going to say Ziggler. Obviously, what most people would say, but Nick Nemeth, if he were to be able to go over, that's huge. Ali is another really big name from WWE. Well, he's a big name wrestler, but. I mean, I, I like Impact's chances maybe of, they, of maybe, rising. Maybe they won't pull. Maybe they'll just use what they have and just bring in like pieces. I mean, they have a good structure. They, they have do. a good. They have a good base. Like, absolutely, yeah, core group. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They don't need that much, I don't think, and I don't think they're going to get that much right off the bat. I mean, you still have people. You have everyone under the sun who's going to sign with AEW. Yeah, and be underutilized forever. And even even Mercedes Monet. I mean, there's all this talk about the her showing up tonight. Well, is is that that's what it was, right? It was her supposed to be on Dynamite tonight as we're recording. Dynamite is on. It, it, yeah, we're 15 minutes into Dynamite as we're recording this, so something Rats. could happen. It, missing it. She could show up. I'm so upset. I think we have to end recording early, <laughs> just so we can watch. Just so I can watch. <laughs> you don't really mean. I that. don't really mean no. that at all. No, it's a shame. It is a shame, honestly. It is I, because I like a lot of the wrestlers that wrestle there. I love one. Yeah, 
At least for the next couple months, you'll be able to see him. I have to watch his last match for fucking AEW. That yeah. pisses me off now. Yeah. It pisses me off, honestly. <laughs> Wait, it pisses you off that his last match is in AEW. Yes. That's what pisses you off. Yes. Would you have rather it been WWE and him never wrestle again from where he was? No. Okay. Well, so you would pick him wrestling in AEW as his last match over him ending when he did in WWE? Well, yeah, he and he he left because he was hurt. I understand that, but no, if that I would never wish that upon him. No, if it would have ended after Triple H, that's what I'm saying. I would have been fine with that. Okay. Well, I, I would have been fine with the NWO coming down, and even if he took the loss to Triple H. Remember, which, he wrestled Seth and no, all that. I know after afterwards. that. Yeah, but yeah. you're saying ended it Hunter. If he would have ended it at Hunter, I probably would have been fine with that. It would have been it was cool. It would have been better if it was in the dark and wasn't the day. You're in a severe minority who thinks that whole thing is cool. Dude. A lot of people, a lot of people hated care. that. Yeah, but you know, I don't care what other people think. That's why. I can say that I'm not really a big fan of AEW, mm-hmm. and I haven't been for a while. Yeah, and you know what? I talk to people, the other wrestling fans that we know, besides maybe like I don't ask Scott and Bill mm-hmm. because I know their opinion already. Yeah. I mean, Bill's kind of Bill's fifty fifty. He's an in betweener. Yeah, 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 but like other wrestling fans that I know, like they just can't do it. They just can't watch it. Like they and they've given it like multiple multiple opportunities just like me i'm like man like i, I feel but not, they're the same age feel, right yeah but okay. that's the thing though yeah. like we were all wrestling fans at the same time yeah this is wrestling it just doesn't make any fucking sense and now i'm at the point of where i can bring stuff up and sort of just and i know he says shit just to, to i guess for likes or retweets or to see his fucking aw army come to his defense but the whole fucking Jinder Mahal thing, like Jinder Mahal, yeah, is going to challenge Seth Rollins next week on Raw for the title. Yes. And he had to bring up wins and losses. like, And he brought up Hook of all fucking people. Probably because that's the only one that he could make the case for, I, I would know. assume. No, no, no. I don't think that's because he just has, he has tournaments all the time. He knows people's fucking, it comes up at the bottom of the goddamn screen when they come out, the record. Yeah. Which... I don't know if it ever sounded like a good idea. I don't think it did. Like, it's not like something that it's nothing that ever mattered. It's nothing that ever mattered. Well, wait, let me before you before you go for longevity. Well, yeah, yeah, before you go off on that, where it does matter is a place like Fight Pro, where Fight Pro does it the right way. That's fine. And Ring of Honor, if you had wins and losses and you're actually. But this has proven to be a complete clusterfuck of and he's fucking victim of it himself. And it's also a detriment to fucking AEW because that's why the same people fucking are always champion. Because they always win. Look at the Moxleys, the Omegas, the Jerichos. Like, there's no room for anybody else. Like, anybody else who's got the win-loss record, yeah, they'll get a shot because their wins say they can. The win-loss record says they can. They're not going to fucking win. We already know that. Because it's fucking predetermined. So your fucking win-loss record... Though you've accumulated wins and losses, it does it still doesn't fucking matter because the outcome is still fucking predetermined. You fucking halfway. He like it's just his fucking whole demeanor about everything. And the more people that I talk to him, they go, Yeah, it's it's when a fan, it looks like when a fan who has money books a wrestling show. 
Which it is. Which it is. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily a good thing because he's not a fucking businessman in the sense of, uh, like, I'm trying to make this the best product to make the most money. He's saying, oh, I want to put these guys together and I want to do this and this because I want to watch it. Yeah. And I know that the 300,000 people are going to watch it, too. And that'll fucking work. No. Like, it it sucks. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and he announced fucking his women's division. I hate to say, but is a shit show. Is a shit show. Like the eight woman tag match that he announced that he was like real gung ho about. Like, why don't you put him in meaningful matches? Meaningful. Like, you have a very talented forget fun. forget meaningful matches. How about building some story, story line to get a meaningful match? Yeah. With any of them. Yeah. Because you have so much talent in that sector of your roster that you fucking suck at booking. They're the most talented. And not only that, now you have period. now you have Jericho. Like getting the whole fucking scumbag reputation, whatever. I don't care. I like I care, but like with all that happening, and then you fucking still like you don't nothing happens to him. Nothing. Nothing happens to him. And you still don't utilize your woman. Like, you're a problem, dude. You're a fucking problem. Like, you don't look good. No. But the, the people that are so fucking warped that are just looking at it like when fucking Vince. Had the payoff that he was fucking banging people. Vince has done this his whole life, though. Yeah, yeah, but he true. got. But once he stepped into this part of or this era, he got fucking hammered for it. Tony Khan doesn't do anything, and people are still fucking excited to watch his show. People are threatening to fucking cancel fucking Vince. This guy's a fucking idiot, but uh, it's okay because he books people from New Japan. Yeah, no one's no one's threatening to cancel Tony Khan because he do he doesn't matter. That's why. Because he's not a big enough name. He does like he's in a bubble. He's in a bubble with people that love him. And when people watch from the outside who have a brain, they're just like, yeah, this guy's a fucking moron. So okay. There's a couple things I want to I want to touch yes, on. Yes, please. I'm done talking. Uh so oh, along and, and this all stemmed from the coach. The, no, the coach tweet that you sent me. Yeah, that I yeah. sent you. Like that he said that they Wins and losses. We we used to laugh at people that would tally up wins and losses. The fans, yeah. But when the reality is, is that anybody could have been booked as long as it made sense within the story and the parameters yeah. of what was going on in the time. Yes, which is a hundred percent what like as real as you want to believe and make it. Because there's excellent wrestling, and there is there's excellent wrestling. Yeah, but that's not Tony Khan's doing. That's the people that have been wrestling their whole entire life that are just amazing wrestlers. Yes. That's their doing. Yeah. Tony Khan can go suck an egg for that one. It's the way that he does things with these people that are phenomenal fucking wrestlers and how he has no fucking clue. He's just going to book uh, fucking tournament after tournament after tournament and like, oh, yeah, this is the, the, the ranking system that we're going to keep doing over and over again. Fuck the stories. Because I don't know what that is. <laughs> but go ahead. Um. There's a couple things that offshoots of what you're talking about. You, you said the Jinder Mahal thing with Hook. Um, How is that a comparison? Like that, Jinder Mahal was a world champion. Like it's not like he was never a but world his, champion. But his thing is that last time he wrestled, which was on NXT, or I believe was on NXT. Maybe it was on Raw. It doesn't matter. Anyway, his last match, which was 364 days ago, he lost. And now all of a sudden he's getting a title shot. I get that mindset. Like I, where that was put, I get that. That still makes sense. In but, my head, it makes sense. 
I get what he's saying. Yes, but it's been done so many times and nobody. I agree. And it, no, I agree. As long as the story. But the now, story, see, there, the story doesn't make sense there. A former champion can come about at any time. I mean, which is, which it's I a, never liked. I so don't here's like the thing, though. At all. And Jinder alluded to this when he was doing a speech before The Rock beat his ass. Like, there is 50 world champions ever. Throughout all of history. And he's one of them. Like, when you think about that... like That doesn't that, make you good. It doesn't have to make you good. That makes you... That makes you a rarity. That True. makes you... It makes I'll give you... you that. It puts you at the upper echelon. Whether you like it or anybody else likes... No matter what you, the reason you had the title, you still had you the title. Ha you won that championship. I get it. And you defended it multiple times in high... Besides the Punjabi match. <laughs> I mean, Thank you. Thank you. I was, I was holding that back. Yeah, I know. Ahead. But sorry, I mean, it was silly. Yeah. <laughs> it was silly. To, but, yeah, for lack of a but, better word, we'll go with silly. Viable fucking opponents. You have Randy Orton, you have AJ Styles. I mean, you got viable, like, Hall of Fame wrestlers and entertainers and all that shit. He was there. He was the one that was holding the title. So when you have someone in that, like, look. Anybody, anybody throughout all of histories that has won that championship could always be put into because in their mindset, it's a former champion. They're believable. They've held the title. They've done what most haven't. Like, that's if you have uh, fucking Rey Mysterio who hasn't won or hasn't done anything. Rey Mysterio is a former champion. He could always be put in there. It doesn't matter. I mean... I get it. You're not a big Gentleman Hall fan. I know this already. And I'm not trying to persuade you to be one. I don't care if you are or not. I'm not a big Gentleman Hall fan. I don't really care either way. But it's always that that mindset of, like, the Miz. The Miz could always be there. He's a former champion. He tells you that. I get that. Jinder's yep. telling you that, too. He's a for he'll, He's going to keep touting that. Yeah, of he course. tout that forever. Of course. That's as, his, as well he should. That's his thing. That's, yeah. That is your end. That is, your that is the beginning of your storyline. It doesn't matter... What happened previously? Because no one, no one in WWE has ever counted wins and losses. Like it doesn't come up. No, it's not right. unless it was something goofy on fucking version one. Matt's fucking <laughs> side screen. Yeah, <laughs> anything crazy like that? They count title days and the reign, the length, or the amount of titles you have won. But yeah, they yeah, don't, yeah. or even the, the, if it's a thousand days as, yeah. as a champion, like they count that. That's a history type thing. Mm -hmm. But the wins and losses type thing. There's anybody who has won that major title. Like the guys that are working for it, like the LA Knights. Yeah. Like if they haven't done anything for like months, doesn't make sense for him to be in there. He was never a world champion. He didn't do it before. The Logan Pauls. If you were to go on a fucking, I mean, he's got a different, he's got a different mainstream, mainstream pop around him. Yeah. So an argument could be made, but that's the thing. Like, you got guys that have never done it. There's a lot of guys that have never done it. Like a big show. If you insert a big show, it doesn't have to make sense. He's the big show. He's big. <laughs> well, look, and that's the beauty of professional wrestling. Yeah. Because, because of that, you can do that. And now, and I get that. I, I fully understand that. I just understand the logic of that tweet and yeah. what Tony Khan was saying. That's the only thing. Not that I agree. Not that. I'll ever defend Tony. It's Khan. apples and oranges, though. But I I understand 
the tweet that he said, I get the idea of what he was, what it was in his head. I get that. Uh, using Hook, who has a fake title that is not even recognized by by AEW, he probably shouldn't be the guy you're using. But nonetheless, I understand it. Uh, with the entire thing kind of offshooting, though, the gender thing really wasn't my focus because I was more focused on Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff kind of went in a different way on that, off of the offshoot off that tweet. And then him and Tony started going back and forth. And he called Bischoff a has-been. And that's one thing to where, look, yeah, it, it, you can call Bischoff a has-been, whatever. Bischoff has changed been. the fucking business, business as we know Bischoff it. Bischoff got there. Yeah. Bischoff well, got there. Tony Khan's never been. Yeah. It, that's the biggest thing. It's that he's been there. He's beat Vince for 83 straight weeks. He got beat. He got beat. He changed the but way was, we look at wrestling. He was in the running. Yes. He was there. Yeah. He was at the top. It was toe to toe. And he, well, for a while it was just him. It was just a toe. <laughs> yeah, just, just him. And then Austin broke loose and that was... It might be like once every couple of weeks I send you these TikToks of Eric Bischoff talking about that. AEW. No, you don't believe, you don't believe, you, I, believe me. I appreciate that. I know I you watch them. There's some that... I, I've already seen, like, that you'll send me, and I'll be like, I'll get another laugh out of it. Yeah. But the Bischoff ones, I genuinely haven't seen it because for some reason my feed gets fucking whacked sometimes, and it's just random, like, because Quinn takes my phone. <laughs> so, so, yeah. She your, watches, your algorithm's all over the she place. She watches some of the weirdest shit. She watch, <laughs> She's like, I want to watch whale videos. <laughs> so now I get fucking these... I'm in this creepy fucking, like, feed where it's like, did you see the North Sea videos yet? I have. Oh, yeah. my God. With the fucking song in the fucking back. With the pirates. Oh. The pirates. So now it's just like these Jamie. Jamie's fucking waves and these big fucking animals. I'm like, this is scary. Like, what Jamie the fuck? is going around, walking around, singing that song. And I don't I, like it. I think it's hilarious because it's one of the, obviously, it's the main pirate song in yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. I my get that. favorite. One of my but favorite But it's like trilogy. slowed down and it's oh, like yeah. really fucking. It is. And it's you're creepy. seeing these fucking videos of these big ass ships that are getting yeah. fucking eaten and there's fucking like, you get like, no. I'm like, what? This is my, like, what the fuck? Like, so when you send me the, you don't know what that does for me. Like, <laughs> when I get a Bischoff video, I'm like, oh, thank God. I can get out of the fucking ocean, scaring the shit out of me. But I think, especially the AEW fan, what they look at Bischoff and the way Tony Khan looks at Bischoff, like he's saying things just to say them, just to take shots. But if you actually listen, and our generation actually listens to what Bischoff is saying, is he's making business sense. Everything he talks about in AEW, he's making sense. It's from a person who has been there and done that. So those type of people, those are the people you should be listening to. Granted, do fans' opinions matter? Somewhat. You you got to keep your pulse on what on what the fans want. Absolutely. But were guys like Vince and Bischoff and Heyman who have all been there, done that? Those are the guys that you really have to fucking listen yeah, to, whether talking, you like them or not. But he poo-poo's like everybody, even like like people that have even wrestled in that generation who know about the business and what it takes to like. I'm gonna catch a lot of shit for this, but someone who's been making a lot of sense that I've been seeing lately. I feel and, like I know who you're gonna say. All go right, ahead. go ahead, tell me. 
I feel like you're going to say uh, Disco Inferno. That's exactly who I was going to say. I like, I was that. reading, like, some of his shit. Yeah. I'm like, this shit makes sense. And say what you want about him. That dude was on TV, and he wasn't. He was entertaining when he was doing it. Like, he was, was he the best in the world? No, but he didn't need to be. No. And he knew that. He, he had a role. Spot. He had a role. Yep. And he played it. They He did what they asked him to do, and it fucking worked for a while. Probably the most obscure wrestlers, and I found this on X a lot, going through tweets, and even and some on YouTube, because a lot of them are on YouTube, they don't do, yeah. like Steven Richards. Have you watched any of, or seen any clips from his YouTubes? No. So, if you look up Steven Richards, you'd look, at, look it up in shorts. Okay. Because they have them in shorts. He's so wearing he, shorts. I mean, he, he always wears shorts anyway, but yeah. yeah. The jean shorts? But no, I'm talking about YouTube shorts. I gotcha. Three minutes or less, so they're perfect for you. Yeah, he breaks down. He'll take like pieces from Raw. He'll take pieces from SmackDown, even AEW, and he'll break down what they did wrong, what they could have done, all this stuff. One of the most intelligent takes I've ever seen, over and over and over. And I fell into this little hole of a lot of his videos, and it's so it, it eye opening as a wrestling fan. Honestly, he made it. He was there. and But that's he, the thing. If someone, knew, like, he, had, he had a role and he played it. Yeah. If someone looks at a Stevie Richards now, like a, an AEW fan or a fan who's early 20s, I won't even say, I won't pigeonhole them. Oh, you never made it. Even a 22-year-old. Yeah. Oh, well, what'd you do? You were in the BWL? Like, no, he was also yeah. the right to censor, too. Well, yeah. And then he played his role there, too. But that's the thing. He People played it right. think because you're not Rock Austin, you know what I mean? Flair, Hogan, Brett, Michaels, like... Because they don't have this that, oh, well, they must not know what they're talking about. They didn't make it, make it. That's bullshit. They're, look, and I'll they, give a perfect example. They and this is it, not a diss. They made it more in that time and drew more in that time then, than uh, what AEW did exactly. in their time. So, look, and we've done this a mil uh, over 17, 18 times. We've talked to Vic and Hale, right? Yeah. Vic and Hale, Vic was in OVW. He was he had a couple different shows. Hale was 48 minutes late. <laughs> but <laughs> if you if anybody has listened to any of our shows with Vic and Hale who have been around since 07, 05, whatever it is, the knowledge that comes out of those guys who just being around the business. And it's why that we love talking to them because we're sponges for it. And we love to hear the psychology that goes into it, the stories. Guys like that who make have been around sense. the business, exactly. Make it, it's not, it's a simple, make it make sense. You it's don't need phrase. to be on a Mount Rushmore wrestling to have a, a smart business mind and know what's going on and what should go on in the business of pro and wrestling. What makes sense for what you're doing at that time. Yes. And I think people dismissing a lot of these wrestlers who were mid carters to say the least like in, Lance Storm. Like Lance Storm's another really good one. Yeah. A Dean Malenko. Guys that necessarily do they listen to top. Dean Malenko. Like do they listen or do they just they just put him there on your TV to be like, yeah, we got Dean Malenko. Yeah, but you listen to him. You have Jerry Lynn back there. You got you got there's so many we Dustin we've, fucking Rhodes. We've gone over the list a thousand times of you have a Rhodes. The talent that is back there. You've Dusty's kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have one of the greatest minds. I don't you understand the... why this keeps happening. I don't. It, it's just, is it being that stubborn and just doing what your niche audience wants you to do? Like, is that what it is? All right, cool. Then you're just going to keep having that audience. Because I know after Sting leaves, there's not a lot keeping you there. As far as you in general watching, maybe Edge and Christian. 
Maybe MJF, if he even fucking comes back to AEW. I want him to show up at the Rumble. I know you do. I really do. I know. I, 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 a lot of people do, to be honest. I do. He's done. He's He is done with AEW. He's done everything that he's not. He's young as shit. Go to the better company. Do more. You've already done everything. You've already done everything you need to do there. What are you doing? What are you, you going to save a fucking dying company. And I'll say it, it's a dying company. It doesn't have longevity. If he's going to keep sinking money into it the way he is, what are you going to do? You're not going to, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Let's just, I'll just end it there. You're not going to make it as one of the best that have ever been. That could have been, you're going to be a, what could have been the potential. You're not maxing out your potential. He I seems, really hope you're wrong. He I really seems, hope he seems like the one that like wants that. to maximize his potential. He wants to test as in MJF, you're saying. Big fish, small pond. That's what that is. Small fish, big pond. You had guys like AJ Styles who got there late in his career. Sting was fucking well past late. If, yeah. the, if Sting might have gone. When, After they got bought out. Oh yeah, when... Who knows? I mean, people have had success there. Booker T. Champion. Diamond Hall Dallas of Page. I mean, you've had guys. Eddie Guerrero. Look, Chris he, Jericho. In ring. Even Chris Benoit. Even fucking Goldberg had success in WWE. I know. You don't like him. But there's... Yes, I know. Cringe. Yeah. Fucking he injured Bret Hart. I don't like him either. I mean, there's guys that have had success. They're utilized, right? You're at the perfect time period. You're now. You are. Yes. You are in a era where people you you you're going to get talked into a match. Yeah. CM Punk is going over there. Yeah. We could rehash an old storyline, couldn't we, from a previous company? You have Cody there, Lenny. You have Cody. Like they're they're close. Yeah, I, you have no, you don't really have anyone that's going to be able to take MJF under the wing. Like, who's there that's going to take MJF under the wing? You have guys that could, but you have better guys over in WWE that could actually utilize you better, get more. Yeah, eyes oh, well, on you. yeah, yeah, no argument there. Absolutely, a hundred percent. I'll say, I'll, I'll just fucking toot your horn real quick. Shawn Michaels gets a hold of fucking MJF. He'll never see him, but yeah, I get what you're he saying. Could, though. Absolutely. I mean, it's not like he doesn't work for the fucking company. Yeah. Yeah, but I I mean, and MJF is going right to main roster. No shit. I mean, Jade Cargill's a different story. She's gonna show up at Rumble. But uh yeah, I hope so. She's going. To. I hope so. Um she's putting work. She was in the dungeon. Yeah. She's working with Natalie. Yeah. Fucking home. That's what she needed. Home, good. They they fucking rushed her, and she wasn't a master at her craft yet. She was good on the mic, and she made you believe that she was a badass. Yeah, she had the fucking look. Yeah. Right, she had everything except for what she needed. Now she's gonna get what she actually needs, and she don't even need that much. That's the best thing about. No, her. she needs it for in the ring though. She needs to be able to yeah, prove but, it in the ring, especially saying... with like a Rhea Ripley. Especially with uh, any one of the like, but she doesn't horsemen. need she doesn't need another year, year and a half. Of no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. She's she doesn't got, need a she's lot. She's got the athletic chops. Like yeah, she's there. Exactly. Like, I mean, there's a, she's money. Yeah, she's gonna get utilized. Yeah, 
So the last thing I did want to, with the whole Twitter thing, an interesting name popped up that I saw, obviously defending Tony Khan, and he uh, absolutely should. You're under contract for the guy. I get it. Is Dax from FTR. And they're loyal. Like, they're loyal. And they and obviously should paid be. paid by the guy. Honestly should be. He's not going to shit on them. No, absolutely not. Aren't they the champions? Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Because their tag division has fizzled out. Fallen off. Big time. Oh. But and again, this said. is also me. I'm falling off of watching weekly because of the tournament. The tournament completely turned me off, and I stopped watching and it. And MJF's enough. Uh, and yeah, that that as well. That kind of hurts over. hurts me wanting to watch as well. But Dax defending him. I'm looking at FTR, and do they really, in their heart, do they really think this guy is the guy to lead them? Do they really think he's the guy that's going to? Take AEW and, and go further. Do yeah. or do they look over at WWE and see what's going on and see Hunter now in full control of doing everything? Vince is gone. Kevin Dunn is gone. This is Endeavor has taken over as far as owner goes. This is a new company. Do you think there's any part of them that's like, they yeah, we back Tony, we back Tony, but then in their head they're like, God, man, contracts up, they're like, gone. You think so? Yeah. It's a fucking mess. They got white hot. That's when they should have jumped. Well, I think they jumped to the right the right point. No, no, they should have oh, jumped you mean back. back. Okay, I got yeah. what you're saying. I no, they saying. fucking they had everything. They fucking they had it all. They were the most over. I think might have been the most over in the company at that point in time. Yeah. When they were champs. When they when they had the music, they had everything. They had yeah, everything. and they became champs. They had everything fucking going for them. Yeah. And then that tag division just went to shit. I mean, they had they they had it with the acclaimed. The acclaimed were fucking over as shit. They were really over. And then after that, because because they were riding, they were just riding the high, the high team. Yeah, they were. They You're were right. just, whoever right. the high team was, they were riding it. But when it was at its best is when you had them all. When you had LAX, you had the Lucha, the Lucha Brothers, you had FTR, you had the Bucks. I mean, that's when it was at its best. Yeah, you're but right. But they ran them right. into the ground. Yeah. It was just it was just them. And then they couldn't even sniff the titles. No, and then they were fucking then they the makeshift the makeshift tag teams came and blah blah blah. The rest is history. Now the tag division kind of sucks. Yeah. Where I went to to watch, because I love tag team wrestling, was AEW. Mm-hmm. I agree. Fizzled out. Don't love it as much anymore. <laughs> Still love tag team wrestling. Yeah. But obviously. I mean I just want something where it's just like, give me an hour of tag team wrestling. I would love that. You know how they used to do the first hour of cruiserweights? Yeah. Give me the first hour of a show just to be tag team wrestling. Raw could fucking do it. Raw is the show that could do it. Well, so I'm glad you said that because the Dusty Rhodes classic is best. And I watched live last night. I watched a little bit of NXT last night because I forget what I was doing. But I was home alone, so I... Well, not home alone, but when Quinn went to bed, it was like it was nine o'clock mm-hmm. by the time I sat down. I think okay. I got the um Cora Jade Gigi Dolan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I got. Okay. Still interesting. So you Cora started Cora Jade looks completely different. Oh yeah. She looks completely she looks like a star. She looks like she got WWE'd up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that time off 
and, and her working, she looks great. She looks like a million bucks. She's definitely got some work. Oh, of course. Gonna, Absolutely, she did. We're going to throw course. that on the ether. Of course. Uh, but they started the show with Gallus versus Corbin and Breaker. And Corbin and Breaker are a team? Yes. So they're that, like, can they coexist team and well, yeah, well, opposites? And, they'll be in the... Dude, they, they won. Yeah, of course they won. They're going to go to the... But... Who's God, the team that's going to beat them? Though? Dude, Breaker. <laughs> I, like, really paid attention to Breaker because... I'm trying to see you're not how over, far he came, right? Because I you're never, not 100% sold on you. No, because he started when that color bullshit, the 2.0 started, yeah. and he was like the guy they wanted to push. And in the very beginning, just like I felt about Dominic Mysterio, I thought, ah, this guy's just... And it's developmental, so I had to, I had to give him the benefit of the doubt. And watching him from then to watching him last night, the way that dude attacks the fucking ropes when he runs the ropes... Dude, I feel like the ropes are going to snap Your energy, when he fucking hits the ropes. And like his he, fucking dad. He has his he, dad fucking hits He has the entrance and the fucking power he hits people with. It was like I like I said with Wardlow. When Wardlow was on that skyrocket up and it looked legitimate. When he would hit somebody, he, he would power hit them. Bomb, power bomb the shit out of everybody. But not just power bomb, the striking. Like the the forearms and everything he would intensity. fucking do, intensity, intent to uh, the look of intent to injure, intent. Not to only hurt. that, but it was a star in the making. Yes, and and what happened? Breaker is it? He well, is. Breaker's not going to come out and say, "I don't want the fucking main title." No, that's never going to happen. And because it doesn't make sense. No, but Corbin is doing a very good job. He's always him. been a great supplemental part, like. He's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. He knows his role. Yep. He's gotten a taste of the top. Absolutely. But he's he's a fucking and this is from other people's mouth, people that have wrestled him. He's like one of the safest fucking workers. Like he takes care of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's also great at what he does. Like he will get He's there to piss off the fucking fans. That's what he's there to do. He's he there to a good get job at it. He does a great job at it. Yeah. He's there to fucking be an asshole. Yeah. And he does a great job. That's what my dad would say. He's an asshole. <laughs> he does his fucking job. Yeah. Anybody that he's that my father has ever said is an asshole, that's what they were supposed to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and not only that, the Dusty Classic continuing. And uh, now Cody's there. It's Yeah, and Cody's... he did he did the narrating for the beginning. Uh did the whole it's, video package. It's finally like, it feels like 100% right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And not only that, you have now this trick and Carmelo Hayes is still, are they're still planting the seeds. Are they still, are they going to be able to fuck? They might be. So they are, they were made, they took the last spot. They might, the be, they'll make it, they might be fucking Breaker and fucking Corbin versus them two. And there might be a fucking implode. Like who you think is going to implode would be Breaker and fucking Corbin. And, and going who's to going to Rick and Mellow. Yes. It's just great story. It is. It's a great story. It is. It, it's, it, and again, I've been saying it, NXT, it's hard to beat NXT. And they're so good. Because it's quick and it's to the point and there's no like bullshit. There's some there's, there's some tacky shit like the it's wrestling though you the, there's gonna be fucking tacky shit. The, the Tiffany Stratton shit with her being the the ranch hand it it was what it was yeah. I thought look some of it was still funny but like 
I get it. It, it. It's some people may not like it. I get it, but you're this, not going to like 100 percent of everything. Fucking test. This is where you test and see what happens. Exactly. Like you know, you're going to get great wrestling, but you're going to throw in some goofy but, shit. Look, it was still. Entertaining. Is it going to work? You never know. It might you throw it against the wall. It might stick. Yeah, it was still entertaining enough to where I was. I didn't want to change the channel. Like it was. Like, it's it was like a right. car. It's like a car crash. Yeah, uh, but yeah, NXT. It's I, a good. Car it was crash. awesome, and the leading to NXT Vengeance Day where. The Dusty Road Classic will, the final will end up. And then, of course, you're going to have all your title matches. And also, NXT you is got rolling. Ross coming back to NXT? Who? Karrion Cross? No. Abs oh, my God. And you really? You didn't see? No. What happened? Oh, no. Joe. So, remember I sent you the promo, I, he, right? Yeah, yeah. And he put out a tweet and he tagged NXT for some reason. He confused me. Yeah. So, so he's not good at Twitter. So, Friday night. Smackdown, all right. Okay. We had... Him come out, his music hit, him come out, Scarlet come out from behind him, and then Paul Ellerling came out from behind him while the prophets were in the ring. And they're standing in the ring. They're standing in the Is ring. Is it AOP? And AOP attacked him from behind. AOP attacked Cross? No, 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 no. Oh, the, the prophets. prophets. So oh, the now, street prophets? Yes. And who are they with now? Lashley. Ooh. And Cross ran down to the ring and attacked Lashley. So now you have. Oh, the new hurt. I'm going to keep calling them new hurt business so they give them a fucking name. But the that hurt profit, the hurt profits, whatever. And now you have this new faction, which we don't know the name of Cross's new faction. But you have Ellerling, you have Scarlet, and, and then you have AOP and Cross. God, I hope they stay healthy this time. Yeah, I fucking do. It was because they were fucking monsters, dude. It's fucking great to have these these this team together. It's going to be it's the legit faction of like yes. big fucking dudes that just want to hurt you. Yeah. And you have a genius manager. You have a good looking valet. And you have Karen Cross, who's like this demented, like, he's really good at these fucking promos. Mm -hmm. he, you might not like him in the ring. A lot of people don't like him in the ring for some reason. I don't understand why. I mean, he's a big dude. He's simple. Yeah. He's simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like, he's good at these like fucking yeah. promos. He's that. He's filling a void. Yes, exactly. So that is a big, big step up. One of the things I was most excited for watching SmackDown. Uh, Man, I really, I, fucking, I wish I had more time. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. I wish, like, just I could just sit and just engulf. Well, look, and SmackDown and Raw. Football is ending on Sundays. That's I don't true. know how much football you watch on Sundays. Just, but, I watch three and a half, four hours. All right, least. so then that can be your time because now with the playoffs starting. You have a little bit of time on Sundays now, so. Yeah. But uh, that was a big, a big thumbs up for me on Friday night. It was awesome. I thought they did such a great job with it. The one thing I feel that's under the radar, maybe because you're not seeing it on WWE TV, is Bo Dallas doing this Wyatt Six stuff. He has. I'm telling you, this is coming, and I think it's so under the radar. If you look at his YouTube page. He's put out this video, and it's still the Wyatt Six. It's still the Wyatt Six, and he talks about Bray being in his ear and telling him to continue, and Uncle Howdy is no more, and he was never a part of. I'm telling you, it is creepy, but it is fucking phenomenal. It, so it, it's leading to something, dude. Something's coming, and Bo is coming back, and he Bray's is going, going to be, be the leader of Wyatt Six, and I think Strowman's going to be a part of it. I think Strowman is part because Strowman is finally they gotta, coming back. They got to bring Rowan back then. Exactly. I think Rowan should become Eric Redbeard. No, um, he's Rowan in fucking well, WWE. But yeah, I, I get that. But I'm just saying that's what he is on the Indies right now. Uh, I just I think it's going to be 
It's going to be it's, it's going to be fucking phenomenal. I'm so excited because we thought WWE is firing on all cylinders weeks ago, and it's only getting better. It's getting more interesting, and the it's possibilities, the layers, yes, adding layers. There's levels. <laughs> it's levels, all There's levels, levels. It's all levels. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's very, very under the radar. So me. it's it's the time period that like things can get weird, and it can be interesting, and it could be. And I'm not going to. I will only compare it to Attitude Era in this sense and Ruthless Aggression Era in this sense, where you have a clear top, where there's interchangeable parts at the top, but you have the strongest mid-card that you could possibly have. But now women's wrestling is a lot more prominent than it was back then. So you also have that layer that, we, that you add in. So I'm going to put it, it's in a class of its own because it's in a time that is different where opinions are different and the way that things go about are different, but some parts still feel the same where you still have this, you have this core of this, this that you put on the show with, like you have your top dogs, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You have the people that are at the top that shine above, but you have this really strong and that's what you need to make a complete oh, yeah. show. Yeah. A hundred percent where you have everything that just fits. When you have from start to finish, you have people that you can put in there and everything's great. Like, remember, like, I would compare it more to the Ruthless Aggression era, honestly. I mean, I think, and both both eras that you're talking about to, to compare to this one, they had their megastars. You had your megastars, but you also had, and it's the one thing I think a lot of Attitude Era fans latch on to, and it helps you had the show have the show flow. Exactly. But you had continuity in the show. It was more of a actual there show. Was, there was parts that were a shit show and that were just fucking off the rails, but sometimes that makes the best TV. But you have the beginning segment. This is a more structured. Yeah, you have the beginning segment of what's going to lead to the main event. And then you may see at the 9.30 hour another part of what that main event is touching in on it. And then you have the main event. So you have three segments of that, the start, the middle, and the end of the show is all tied in together. And that's where you get that mid-card is so important because after you establish what's going to happen at the end, now you need all that time in between, for which is why they call it the mid-card, to fill but, your but show with a lot it, of this stuff. It's not even all wrestling. Like you have our <laughs> truth just being our truth yep. just like pure, pure entertainment. Yeah. So he doesn't need to do anything. Just put him on the screen. He's going to make it entertaining. Yeah. And he does. Like, you have those bits and pieces. Now, if you do the, yeah, what you say is the fucking, the new faction, like, that adds to it. Adds a layer. If, if this Wyatt 6 actually does come about, it's another layer that you're adding yeah. to your show. I mean, yeah. you already have, you have, again, a whole fucking women's division. Yeah. You have tag divisions. You still have the mid-card, you have, you have, no, why do I want to call him Walter? Gunther. Mm-hmm. You have the Drew McIntyres that are holding down that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> Technically, CM Punk is on the mid card right now. He's going with Drew McIntyre. McIntyre is not the uh, a top guy at this point. He is, even though he's a former champion. No, but he's always going to be. A, he can he always will, be yeah. inserted at the top. He is a formidable. Like that's why you see Sheamus. Sheamus always is always going to be a formidable opponent for anybody like yeah. i said i've already touted the miz the yeah. miz is always going to be a formal ziggler would have been one of them why yeah. still don't know why they let him go like he fucking fits he in did come out and say that he requested it by the way 
he after the Which, new Japan thing, he requested it and was kind of waiting for it and was hoping he could do it because he felt like he did everything there was to do in WWE and he he did. He just couldn't do anything. So I know for a long time we keep saying, why did he let him go? He wanted to go. That's fine. And he I'm gonna watch Ziggler. I'm gonna watch him what he does. If he goes to AW, I'm not gonna watch as much. But I'm gonna be interested in what he does. Because I like Dolph Ziggler. Thought he was great. Yeah. But but there's a it's lot still an exciting part. Like I could shit on AEW for the whole entirety of the show, but it doesn't make any sense. I, I think feel, we've done that before. Yeah. <laughs> but there are I mean, like it's not like I hate wrestling. Like I like WWE, I'm fucking all in. I'll say that every week. Like I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be corny at times, but you know what? It was always corny at times. It was always fucking corny at times. But that's what that's a part of it. It is. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Absolutely. It really is. I agree. I, I that's think... why we're made fun of by other people. Yeah. That's why wrestling fans are looked at as fucking weirdos. Because we, we actually watch this. Sh- like, that's what it is. You actually watch this shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. I actually watch this shit. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Not only watch it, but talk about it on a weekly yeah. basis. <laughs> Here's our card. <laughs> An old Sid Vicious, like WCW playing card. Here's my card. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I look. I know I do. I do not. I stress. I do not want AEW to go away. I want them to get better. I don't know if MJF has that loyalty. I feel like he does. I feel like he, if he's going down with the ship, that he'll do it. Whatever the money is. It doesn't um, suit him to do that. I, I agree. But I feel like because they did what they did for him and made him what he is, he might be that loyal of a guy. But then again, it might be all business and... Tony Khan is probably going to be able to outbid WWE. Let's be honest. He's going to throw whatever he has to to keep MJF. It's up to MJF if he wants to go down with the ship. If that's what happens, I hope it's not at all. Here's the thing, though. I, I'll I'll give you this. If Jericho would have went down with the ship, would he have ever been to the height of what he was when he left when he did? No. He wouldn't have. No. If he, he went because the guys that came over, there was only a few. Eddie left before the ship went down. Benoit left before the ship went down. Malenko. And Malenko. But I mean, Malenko was still in some storylines. He was still a champion. Mm-hmm. He Perry Saturn, but he was kind of the odd man out. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I will equate this to maybe not the same, but I mean, if you look at them, when they came out, Jericho was great on the mic and he was really good in the ring. MJF, great on the mic, really good at the ring. If he goes down with the ship, he doesn't have any leverage. Like, he's at the top of his game right now. He's young. He's got years left on him. Why would he? Yeah, does he, though? If he stays with AEW, does he decrease his – he's already injury-prone right now. I don't know if he's injury-prone as far as him being the workhorse. I don't know. I wouldn't call him injury-prone. No, but here's the thing, though. I mean, the same thing happened with Rollins. Took on a crazy schedule when he became champion. He got hurt. And he had to keep coming back. Balor. Yeah, but Rollins and Balor, when they came in and were finally champion, were not the age of Max. No, that's true. But so, that's why I'm saying now, when you're at this point, why doesn't it make sense to go over and 
really become, really see what you can become. Because uh, he can do it. He you don't can... have to convince me to, to want no, M- MJF and WWE. Blind loyalty in a position where you can become something better. Or bigger. Or, yeah, or both. I mean, it, it would be both. Mm-hmm. And to come in, I mean, you main evented however many. 80,000. No, you main evented AEW pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. But there's still things that are bigger, a lot bigger. The Royal Rumble being one of them. WrestleMania being the, the other, ultimate. The ultimate. Yes. I mean, you come in, you debut in the Rumble, you don't win, but you're there and you get the pop and you get the exposure and you get the holy shits because you're going to get a lot of them. You're going to get a hell of a lot of them and you're going to bring eyes over to you. You're going to steal. You're going to steal some eyes. It's just, just a fact. Uh, yeah. No, you're right. I mean... How can, and we said this about CM Punk, we said it about Jade. If you're a diehard AEW fan, how can you not come over to WWE if you don't watch WWE? And MJF shows up at the Royal Rumble, and they promote MJF on the mic on Monday night. How can you not tune in on Monday night and watch If you have Cody come out after he loses the Rumble on Monday night, and you bring him out, and he's like, well, and he gives the whole because Cody's going to cry. yeah. And then you hear the music hit and you have MJF come out to interrupt Cody. And that's what leads you into Elimination Chamber. Cody announces himself as the Chamber. MJF, his first fucking match is Cody. Is in the Elimination Chamber. Oh my god, dude! You've already you've already bettered yourself at that point. You've already now you're in. Yeah, uh, and he can he's got the chops to do it. You just made that fucking that pay per view over in Australia even more watchable if it is Rock and Roman. God, because you're on a card. You're a first fucking or your well your second card is on the same card as the fucking Rock. So I'm keep when we'll keep with The Rock and Roman. Okay. This is the last thing I want to bring up. I know we're getting we're close. Pressing time. We're getting close to the hour mark, and I want to keep people around and not have people turn off. So this is the last point I've been seeing, and I see this going around now. Now that The Rock has come back again, and he did Raw, and he did SmackDown already, obviously. Uh, a lot of people are talking, and we touched a little bit on this last week. A lot of people are saying... I can't remember if I sent this TikTok to you or not, a Bully Ray talking about, I don't think I did. Bully Ray talked about, what about this scenario? You have the chamber, whatever it's going to be, Cody being involved in the chamber. Rock Roman at chambers. Rock winning the title. Rock upsetting Roman because... Everyone, and I feel like everyone would agree. I know, I'm pretty sure you would agree. Cody's story isn't, I have to beat Roman Reigns. No, he's got Cody's to... story is, I got to win that title. I'll give you another scenario after you give me this. Okay. Scenario. He wins this, and you're setting up a triple threat match for the main event. You have Cody versus Rock versus Roman, and Rock eats the pin. And you now have Cody beating the Rock 
and Roman at Mania. That way, coming out of Mania, you have, because Rock's going to go away, obviously, you now have Roman and you have a Randy Orton as potential leading forward. So you have something to sink your teeth into going forward, not just, okay, now what? All right, if so that's here, what it is. Here is the other scenario mm-hmm. that was put out there. And I'm going to, hopefully I don't butcher the whole scenario, but at Rumble, you have Orton win the Fatal 4-Way. Okay, he wins the title. He wins the title. Okay. That gives you Punk winning the Rumble. That gives you Punk, Rollins, in Mania. Main event night one. Cody's story continues, but he's got to find a way. Which would be the chamber. Which would be the chamber. He wins the chamber. He faces Orton at WrestleMania. And you have Rock Roman. And you have Rock Roman at Mania. And just as a, I did hear this. I did hear. And you have Rock screw up the match at the Rumble for, for Roman building towards Rock Roman for Mania, correct? Like Rock how, interfering and fucking how, up with Roman and however it however yeah. it needs to happen because he's yeah. the head of the table because that shouldn't be for the title. I don't yeah, want, no, no, I agree. That should it should just be for the head of the table. That's the only problem I have is putting the title on the Rock. Where you know what I mean? Although it's so only, I like, I that, actually don't mind that scenario because Orton winning the title at Rumble. No one's going to have that on there. No one was, I mean, people that watch dirt or listen to the dirt sheets and all that crazy shit and look, get all these, you get all these crazy scenarios in your head all the time. But does anyone actually believe that Orton's going to win it? Probably not. Well, I they feel like the same thing with the Rock. Everyone feels like if it's Rock Roman for the title, say at Elimination Chamber, like everyone's saying, everyone believes the, the Rock is going to put Roman, Roman over yeah. and and truly give him that tribal chief, and then you can see them shaking hands. This is the family, and and anointing him the true head of the table. That's I feel like, and I, I agree with it. I feel like that's where Rock Roman would be. So either scenario, I think, is shocking all. Whether it's him losing to Orton or him losing to the Rock and dropping that title before Mania, I don't think anyone sees Roman dropping that title before Mania. I think that they think that it's... Excuse that's me. the story. The story is the title. It's not Roman. I agree. That's not Roman. Yeah. The story is to become champion. Yes. And to bring the winged eagle belt. Back. Yes. Yeah. I, I think the better story is Cody and Orton. I like that story. Yeah. Uh, I, the the storyline that, that's already there, I agree. And then you get Rock Roman at Mania. You still get Rock Roman and Mania. You stack you, if you go that way. They yeah. have the ability to stack this card to the utmost. To I feel the, like they're going to. They're honestly. going to. Yeah, they have it. They're, and then you fucking insert MJF versus LA Knight <laughs> just for fucking shits and giggles. This is going to be fucking ridiculous. Maybe you do MJF for first the Miz. God, just let them fucking go at it. The oh. promos would be fucking gold. It just, we have so much ahead of us. And you get Bailey winning at Mania, the title. Yeah, yeah. Talk, and now that's what we, we've all, we've said that before. Is look at that story. Having her, having her win the Rumble, Bailey win the Rumble, because she's never done it before. No, she should. And it's a good story to build towards 
Mania. Mania. Uh, Who's Rhea Ripley? I can't fucking wait. This, I can't wait. Fucking, it's going to be. It's what? It's going to be insane. January 10th, we have 17 days till the Rumble. That's going to be so good. 17 days. so good. Uh, You're going to Flyers game before that. Uh, yeah. So much, it's such a good day. That day. And it, you know what? I have the house to myself, and there's a tattoo convention. <laughs> oh, in, is that down? Is Philly. that down the convention center? Is that I, weekend? I might go treat myself. Nice. I might get a wrestling tattoo on the day of Rumble. Mark it here. Mark it right here. <laughs> and yeah, and check our social media that day because the picture <laughs> will be up, I'm sure. So uh, I think that wraps it up. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Look out for Hard to Kill this Saturday. Give uh, TNA some a shot. much needed eyes. And uh, yeah, give them a shot because I feel like they deserve it. I think it's going to be a start uh, of a new direction and a very entertaining The belts one. look amazing. The belts do look amazing. It, on their social media, the belts look great. So that should be that should be pretty cool to watch. Um, like we said last week, we have an announcement coming. Oh, most likely after uh, Royal Rumble. Maybe the show after the Royal Rumble that we may record. Uh, we might have a guest and the announcement. So... Everything's out, in the works. Look out for that coming up for us. And, uh, I mean, other than that, we hope you enjoyed. Thank you for watching and listening. And we'll be talking to you very soon. See you. I got to take a leak. <laughs> Computer.